Hello, and welcome back for this season of Burn Your Draft, the podcast exploring the Reed College senior thesis process and experience. My name is Tommy Schacht, and I am your new host for the 2023-2024 school year. It's back to school season, and we'll be kicking off the year with one of our favorite topics here at Burn Your Draft, superheroes. If you like this episode, make sure to go back and check out episode number 23, where former host Amelie Andreas interviews Precious Romo about their thesis work, including a comic made by Precious featuring their own original superhero. This episode, though, we'll be talking with Henry Bellman about an old superhero favorite, as well as one you might be less familiar with. But I'll let Henry introduce them. I am Henry Bellman. I am a senior English student. My thesis advisor was Professor Laura Liebman. My thesis title is My Favorite Martian Manhunter, Alien Immigrants in Comics. Tell me what your thesis is about. It's pretty simple. It's talking about two different comic book characters, comparing them, but primarily focusing on the more obscure one. The characters are Superman and John Jones, the Martian Manhunter. It's talking about how these characters gain greater meaning by representing immigration and marginalization. And it takes a close look at a bunch of storylines they've been in and a bunch of actual real world issues and shows how these exaggerated metaphors strengthen both the allegories and the characters by giving them greater meaning than just being entertainment for children and young adults. Not that there's anything wrong with entertainment for children and young adults. They show things like code switching, especially John, since he's an alien shapeshifter. Could you tell us a little bit about John the Martian Manhunter? Yes. Now, this is something my thesis goes deeply into. John Jones, also known as the Martian Manhunter, is a green Martian with a litany of powers, including super strength, shapeshifting, telepathy, also, he can fly. He can turn intangible. So basically, he's a guy who was originally from Mars and he can't get back. He's teleported to Earth accidentally by a scientist and is stranded here. So he has to live among the humans, which he takes up the job of a cop because he wants to make the world a better place in his naivete and to make it into how he saw Martian society. Then later on, because it's comics, he was rebooted and it was revealed that he is the last living Martian of his kind. Got it. So very similar to what I know about Superman lore, about him being sent away from his home planet, and then there is a whole disaster. Exactly. Okay. There are a couple of key differences, though, such as the fact that he was an adult when he got to Earth, whereas Superman was a baby, and how that differs from their experience and how their trauma differs, and how they're both intrinsically traumatized people with their weaknesses representing this trauma. John's weakness is fire. Okay, so something that we actually have pretty commonly here, rather than kryptonite. Rather than kryptonite, which is extremely rare, red sun, which takes a mad scientist to get, or magic, which Superman really doesn't fight that many people with magic. Okay, it sounds like maybe their social integration into this planet is different because Superman grew up here. Yes, and also because Superman looks human. Okay, what does John Jones look like? He has green skin, red eyes. His costume has a sash X. He has a big blue cape with a kind of Dracula collar, a thicker brow than a regular person. And he's bald. Definitely someone who would not blend in very well. 
but he can shapeshift. So someone who could blend in very well if he wanted to. Yes, that creates the code switching. And there have been a bunch of storylines that have analyzed that aspect to him, such as having him have a bunch of different identities instead of just one. His John Jones identity, his name is John Jones, but he goes by John Jones when he's a human, though he also has a bunch of other identities across the globe, a bunch of different races and racial identities. In other media, he's usually played by a black person. Interesting. Would I be correct in understanding that you're talking about immigration from the viewpoint of an individual immigrant as opposed to more of a systemic take on it? I go a bit in the systemic stuff as well when I'm talking about the marginalization. I talk a lot about what can be individual problems, but they happen to a lot of individuals, such as code switching, for instance, and marginalization. And also I talk about larger movements of immigration, like the great migration from the 20s and like the post-Holocaust immigration. I talk a lot about the Holocaust and about these Jewish aspects of both of these characters. Superman, both of his creators were Jewish. John, one of his creators were Jewish, maybe two, depending on how you count who his creators were. He debuted in a backup of a Detective Comics, which is primarily a Batman book. He's mostly well-known because he's one of the founding members of the Justice League in the 1960s, on there to replace Superman, who they didn't want to have overexposed. So how did you originally meet this character? Take us back to that first moment and why you connected with John Jones. I think Superman's a pretty well-known character. I think the first time I encountered John Jones, I would have been five, maybe six, and I watched on the DVDs the animated Justice League movie, which was actually the three-part premiere of the excellent television series from the early 2000s, Justice League. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. I will say I have not been very exposed to superheroes, but maybe I should go watch it. Maybe I need more superhero exposure. The DCAU in general is very good. Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, and then Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, as well as Static Shock and Batman Beyond. Does being a DC fan make you anti-Marvel or can they like coexist peacefully? I'm very much a coexist peacefully type of person. Actually, one of my ideas for the thesis when I was coming up was to write about Captain America and politics. I ended up choosing this one because I felt like there was a bit more meat on it and is a little bit less well-tread ground. I was afraid I'd just be writing something that five other people have written before and it just is going to be something obvious and it's something that is said in text. Admittedly, some of the stuff that I wrote about with these two characters has been said in text as well. They've been compared in comics. For sure. But it's always nice when you can find at least a nugget of something totally new to say. No one has talked about John Jones. I think that there's been written on him on the New Frontier comic, which is something I used a lot, which is a comic by one guy that sets it back in the 1950s and is showing the transition from the Golden Age, which is like when Superman, Batman, Captain America, and a bunch of other heroes were created. That age ended towards the end of the 40s or after World War II ended and superheroes stopped being popular. Superheroes came back in the mid-1950s with the Barry Allen version of The Flash. And then in the 60s, Marvel was created from that. So then this book is exploring an actual historical look at the change between the Silver and Golden Age using these characters. And John plays a major role in it and it portrays him quite well. So there have been stuff written about him on that. And I think there's an essay about him in a trans allegory as well. He plays a prominent role in that because his shape-shifting lends itself to that. I didn't talk about that in 
my essay because I didn't feel really qualified to say anything about that. That's fair. Not exactly like I'm an immigrant or more, I guess I am marginalized, but I'm not extremely more. I thought you were going to say it's not like I'm a Martian. <laughs> yeah, that also is true. I'm not a Martian. I'm Jewish, but I'm like sixth generation immigrant. Been here a minute. I've been here a minute. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like you knew that you wanted to do something with comic books and superheroes for a while. Did you know that coming in to read? Yeah. Really? Coming in to read, I suspected I'd be writing on superheroes. I like that essay about what Paideia class you would teach. Yeah. I did want superheroes for the way I got intrigued. So I figured that my final paper would probably be on superheroes if I could make it about it. I love that. My paideo was on my quarter life crisis that I experienced before coming here. So I sure hope that I'm not writing about that for my thesis. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about your thesis process? So say it's an average day working on your thesis. What does that look like? Mm, depends on the day. I usually spend like an hour writing stuff. I also looked for a lot of images. There are a lot of images in my thesis. 22 images in my thesis. So sometimes I was just like writing stuff, putting stuff down on paper. Other times I hit some blocks. Sometimes it's just writing about what interests me. Sometimes it's going back, trying to fine tune it. I had a tutor from outside as well as from inside. She's going to be coming to graduation, which is going to be nice. Oh. Unless she decides that she doesn't want to be baked in the heat. <laughs> Which is fair. It's really hot. Yeah, 100% fair. I haven't been to a read commencement. Do you guys wear robes and everything? I haven't been to one either, but yes. So fun. But anyways, back to your thesis. You said you did about an hour a day, so it sounds like you did a pretty good job of spacing it out. I'd say I did. Like Sometimes I did more than an hour a day. Sometimes I didn't do any of it. Some of it depended on the work I had for other classes, but I was pretty consistent at writing, I think. So if you could go back and give yourself advice at the beginning of this thesis or give advice to readies who haven't started their thesis yet. How did that strategy work for you? Is there anything you would do differently? I don't think there's anything I'd do differently, to be honest. Great! I think I did a very good job in my thesis. It took me a little longer than it should have to decide on what I was going to write about. I was stuck between Captain America, Superman, and Martian Manager quite some time. I didn't decide until mid-October, I don't think. I think I straight up sent in the Captain America prompts at one point, so I'd recommend deciding sooner. But even then, it went pretty well. I recommend writing stuff down during mini-orals. I didn't, but I think everything still turned out well. That's awesome. Awesome. Recommend meeting regularly with your thesis advisor. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. And asking for as much help as possible, always. Did you run into any unexpected challenges? Was there anything that was particularly hard for you? Hard for me? Yeah, there were a bunch of things that were hard for me, but none of it was particularly unexpected. Some of the citation stuff was difficult for me, as was at first finding secondary sources. I guess that is something I would change about the way I did it. I would have found some more secondary sources. There's some specific things I'd tell myself to do, such as look at these different sources that, wow, that would have been helpful if I put that in here much earlier instead of just plugging that in right at the end. Yeah, that's so fair. That said, I turned in my thesis more than a week early. Nice. That's awesome. That is not going to be me. No, it's not going to be many people. There's no harm in not doing that. I turned it in at first on the Tuesday on the week before it was due, but it didn't go through because I titled it wrong, so the library didn't take it. So then on the Friday before, so technically I submitted it exactly a week early. Okay, but you were done. Didn't have to stress. That's awesome. I mean, it's still stress, but the stress is about transition. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah, one advice I would give to people is you should try your hardest at the orals. Know that if you are getting two orals, you've already passed, already succeeded. You don't have to take this so hard. And I guess the final thing is do something you're passionate about. Have fun with the thesis. It should be a little bit of fun. A good amount of stress, but also fun to try and balance it i feel like that's very much the read way like a lot of fun a lot of stress yeah that that is read way i'm gonna miss it here there's so many classes i I love it here i'm a transfer student what major linguistics that should be an interesting thesis yeah i am really passionate about linguistics i feel like it won't be a tiring topic for me at all and hopefully i'll have the same experience as you because it sounds like it was something that you're really into and just excited to work with and passionate i'd write more of it if i could honestly i was told by my tutor that i might want to publish this i'd have to get that cleared with dc comics i tried getting the copyright thing with them they did not respond i'm sure if you've publish it and they see it, they'll tell you all about it, what they want you to do. But when I was asking for permission, hey, can I use 20 images mostly about a character that you clearly don't care that much about? Like, you care a little. You care enough about him to throw him in Supergirl and throw him in a couple of cartoons, but you don't really care that much about him. You ain't given him any solo books, at least not since 2018. Tell me a little bit about what your final thesis looked like. The outcome of your project, you mentioned it had all these images in it. What were the chapters? How is it structure? Did it turn out like you expected it to? Well, it's slightly different than I expected it to, but mostly how I did, because it changed over time greatly. Originally, it was a lot more evenly balanced between the two characters, and mm-hmm. then it became far more focused on the Martian. Do you think that's because he was a more interesting character, or just because there's less that's already been said about him? Less that's already been said about him. I think he's a fascinating character, and he's one of my favorites. Superman probably is my favorite, though. And there's a lot more to Superman than some people give him credit for. Because, I don't know, I like all good people. It's an inspiration, that kind of thing. So, yeah, also just because so much has been said about Superman and a lot of these topics, that means that there is more to say on John because so little has been said about him. Yeah, and it sounds like it's really personal important to you. If your thesis could go in front of anyone in the world, who would you like to see it? And how do you think it would impact them? I'm not sure. Probably some people in a comic book company, to be honest. Probably some people at DC. I don't know, maybe Neil Gaiman. He's really cool. He's written on Martian Manager. Martian Manager appeared in the Sandman for a second. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I use an image from that in my thesis. It doesn't really need to be there, but I just wanted to remind people who almost certainly forgot that he was in the Sandman in issue five and in issue 75. You know what else I'm curious about? Reed has a pretty extensive comic book library. Did you use that at all while you were working? No, but I am going to put my thesis in there. They don't have anything on John Jones in there. I just use the comic book subscription site I have, Got as well it. as some less than legal sources. Don't tell anyone. I always download the PDF of the textbook. LibGen is my savior. Yeah, I just I use the Internet Archive and I bought some stuff. Do you have any plans for post-read? I have solid plans, actually. I am going to be doing City Year in New York. Okay, tell me about that. City Year is a program where you go and are an assistant teacher, student success coach is what they call it, at a, I think a low income school or at the very least some public school. And you help out there and you do that for a year. That is what I'm going to be doing. And I'll be doing that in New York. I'm hoping for Brooklyn because I grew up there. My immediate family lives in California. My extended family lives in New York. I grew up in Brooklyn though. So I know New York pretty well. I know the subway systems and all that. So I'm very excited for this. 
Maybe in the future, I'll try and present this to DC Comics to see if I can get a job there just for the fun of it. Do you think that this whole process of writing your thesis, which is a pretty extended writing piece and a lot of research, do you think it helped you build any skills that you'll be able to use moving forward? Yeah, it made me a lot better at writing, I'd say. So just that and some degree of researching and the ability to skim through papers. All valuable stuff, be able to take in important information, judge what's important. Okay, little thought experiment. It is 30 years down the line, you're living in a house somewhere and you're going through your attic and you find your thesis. What do you think you're gonna think about it looking back on it? I hope I'm gonna be both impressed with myself my writing really is improved by now. Maybe the writing will still hold up, but yeah, I think I'm really proud of myself and happy that I really went for it. I also might have actually awesome. finally left my superhero phase, which has been going on for the past over a decade. It's not a phase, mom. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> is there anybody that you'd like to thank or acknowledge for helping you out with your thesis? Oh, so many people. All of my readers. So Laura, Jay, and then also Daniel Duford and Luke Munnan, who were my final people in the orals. Then Brooke Castile, who helped me so much through the paper. Jordan Kapler, who is my in-house tutor. She helped a lot in the process. My Aunt Felice, who actually is also going to be coming out for graduation. She's a New York Times editor who helped me. That's so cool. And let's see, my parents and my brother who shares my love of superheroes, who I've talked over a lot of this stuff with, all the different comic book writers who've either worked on these characters or who just helped get me into comics. I actually have a whole acknowledgement thing in my thesis. Okay, and bonus question. For me or someone else who has basically no background in comic books or knows anything about superheroes, what is the best place to start? Give me like, one piece of media, any format, what should I watch or read? The DCAU, which is a very good place to start, in my opinion. That's Superman and Batman, the animated series to start with. You can watch either of them first. They're both very good voice acted, animated. That's a really good place to start. I was weird the way I actually got into comics themselves. I actually tried starting at the beginning by reading early Superman comics, which are shockingly good. When... Superman become a character? 1938 was when his first comic was published. And also, when was John Jones first He was created? first created in 1955. Okay, so these are both some long-standing characters. Very long-standing. Though, John disappeared for the 70s. Because, you see, in the late 60s, his planet got destroyed and he went off with his survivors from it to start a new civilization. So, he appeared sporadically in the 70s and then came back to be one of the main characters of Justice League International, which another good place to start. Certainly with John, he became becomes one of the main members is like the dad of the group even more so than Batman. In terms of other things, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a great movie, but so is the Raimi trilogy if you want to get into it that way. I still enjoy the old Reeves film. In some ways it's a bit cheesy, but it's still a lot of fun. Comics themselves, I'd say I'd start with something older, not from this era. There are a bunch of good places to start though. Awesome. I will maybe check some of these out. Maybe our listeners will as well. I hope so. Thanks so much for making the time to chat with me today. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. Well, it sounds like I have a ton of recs to check out. I'll be making the most of my streaming services this month. Thanks, Henry, for telling us about your thesis and all the work that went into it. And thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us again to talk to more readies about their theses and better understand just why you'd want to burn your draft.
Staff is a production of Reed College and the Center for Life Beyond Reed, created jointly by students, alumni, and staff. This episode was produced and engineered by me, Reed College student Tommy Schacht. Our executive producer is Seth Paskin, class of 1990, with technical advising from staff member Joe Janiga. Nate Martin, staff member and class of 2016, is our project manager. Music by Jack Salvucci, class of 2020, and podcast art by alumni Henry Gottschlich and Lillianne Pham, class of 2020. This podcast was made possible by a gift from Seth Paskin.